life. Are you growing with it or feeling left out? Either way or in between, you're in the right place today with the host of Change Already, Your Future, Your Choice, Jillian. She's an award-winning author and radio personality. She's warm, she's fuzzy, and she's got an attitude. Hello and welcome. I'm Julie Moss-Backman, and this is Change Already, Your Future, Your Choice. If you've been playing along in the last couple weeks, you're aware that I've been hosting a series and an open discussion on contemporary spiritual trends. What does it all mean? For some reason in the last couple years, we've been inundated with all kinds of what I want to call subculture offshoots of a traditional religious and spiritual practices that we're very familiar with and everyone knows what they are. Some of them are being labeled as new and improved versions of the old and ancient wisdom that I talked about in the first show called Original Thought Theory. When I talked about it in that series, and I won't take the time to go over it, But when I started talking about that, I said the original thought theory was where we started. And we all have the same wisdom that's available to each one of us about the Word of God and where it comes from. And then we just have taken it from there. And it seems now nothing new but just another regurgitated value of what that means in practice in our daily lives. I won't bore you with the rest of it, so go back and listen to the last three episodes that I've had at Change Already with Jillian Blog Talk Radio. Find it on iTunes, and you can also find it at my website, which is JillianMossBackman.com. The good thing that I want to glaze out of all this is that people are constantly searching for spiritual and or religious growth. But I talked about last week, not only do they want to be taught now, they want to be entertained. They want something flashy in the front of them that keeps their short attention span. And when it isn't, they just keep moving for something else. Yeah, I've got to admit, when I came to picking my title for my first book, Beyond the Pews, Breaking with Tradition and Letting Go of Religious Lockdown, I had all intentions of explaining the reference behind the title. Now, as you can imagine, it's somewhat controversial, but that's what a title is supposed to be. And I had all intentions of addressing the book from an issue that goes far beyond the benches that we sit in 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 our common churches in each one of our communities each week. So I was really ready to discuss etherically and literally in any talk that I do what I meant behind the pews. But in the last couple weeks, I have to admit to you that I had had to revise my own underpinning of this title. Not in my wildest dreams did I ever think I would come up against the literal situation where one could act out the last two words of my own title to my own book, Religious Lockdown. But folks, 
I'm here to tell you that's what's happening right now as we speak in America. We have a group of people in this country that have taken this phrase, religious lockdown, to a whole new level that I didn't even cross my mind when I picked it. So this week, I want to use this half hour to talk about spiritual trends and when religious has gone, religion has gone wrong. Specifically, I want to zero in on a Christian organization called the Church of Wells in Texas and a young woman by the name of Christine Grove. Like you, I've never heard of this young girl, but all of a sudden she's been thrown to the forefront of many conversations that are happening not only in the media, but in each other's homes, trying to figure out how we got here and how we're going to get out of what's going on. Now, I've been watching this closely, but I'm going to bring on my guest, Dr. Lori Roth, who has a Ph.D. in counseling, and she's a fellow pastor's daughter like myself. She's a singer, she's a songwriter, and she's an author. But the most exciting thing that she does right now is that she, single-handedly with several other people, are taking on the task of understanding and educating the rest of us on the Church of Well. She's a producer and the host of a national syndicated radio program which airs Monday through Friday. Her name is Dr. Lori Ross. I love her tagline, and you're going to see why in a few minutes. She's called, she calls herself the Annie Oakley of the airwaves, a little different than mine, warm and fuzzy with an attitude. <laughs> I want to take the next couple minutes and talk about spiritual trends, and I'm going to turn it over to Dr. Lori Roth, because Dr. Roth knows more about this than I do. Dr. Roth, welcome. Well, it's wonderful to be with you, and I don't know that I know much, but I understand freedom and I understand uh, real faith as opposed to the fraud. And Church of Wells is about as much of an evangelical Christian church as ice cube factories are in hell. <laughs> okay. So, so well. I mean, I, I, when I first started doing investigations on them and was called by trafficking people and talked with family members and started interviewing witnesses who had seen this and that in wells when they'd gone there trying to find their families and they'd been victimized and threatened with death. I started adding it up and I'm going, this is a Christian church where they call down fire from the heavens and God to kill parents that are trying to talk with their family members. Hmm, pastors who call down death, locked prayer closets where food and water is denied for days on end. Really? You're going to get close to God that way? And then separation, parents are idols, families idols, your money's idols, your career's idols, everything in your life is an idol. You, know, you want to marry who you want to marry? Idol, idol. Really? Well, just like all cults that I studied, and there's 5,000 active cults in America, it's shocking, but there are, and many of those are pseudo-Christian cults, which is what Church of Wells is. It's from the pit of hell. It, 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 it calls families idols so that the family members go there and they, they use scripture as weapons, as attack weapons, like bullets, random firing of scripture, 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 scripture. And, and the people get confused. They, they, they beat down their personalities just like 
all cults. Beat them down, beat them down, beat them down. Sinner, sinner, sinner. You're such a sinner. Uh, well, guess what? Once they flatten them and they have no more personality or confidence or will left, then they build them back up in the cult personality. And I've seen it again and again and again. And the reason I've gotten so passionate about this, and I have published uh, nine articles in the last two and a half months that have gone out on journals all across the country, on my Facebook page, on different Facebook pages. And so now, uh, the last, oh, just the last couple weeks, I know that the elders are reading my articles and they're calling me every name. And the name I liked yesterday that they were calling me, I'm a murderous blasphemer. I'm a murderous slanderer because I dare to go after the coveted, anointed ones, the elders of the church. And uh, how dare I? I should be afraid of God's judgment. He's going to strike me dead. And so, like I said, I said, you know what? If they think that God's going to strike me, maybe I should show up in Wells in a zombie costume and start walking around. I, I would do it. These people are I, evil. I believe you. I believe you, Dr. Laura. Let me back up just a bit and explain what she's talking about for those of you in my audience that may not be aware of this. There is a church that's called the Church of Wells in Texas. And I, correct me if I get this inappropriate or, or not quite right, please, doctor. They, there was a young woman, and her name is Christine Grove. And it's she, Kathleen I mean, Grove. Kathleen Grove, right, excuse yeah. me, I have that on my notes, crazy. Anyway, no worries. she, she was in, uh, you know, she was doing her thing at a, at a different place, and she was very religious and, and very devout, okay? So somehow, and you can read the details on Dr. Ross' page because she has it all, but she somehow made her way to this church at the Church of the Well, Church of Well, right? And then yeah, she was she, Skyping with them for a while and, and, okay. and seduced. She was a searcher, and and, okay. uh, and 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 their relationship started in on Skyping. And then and, and and they're very clever. They're very very good at manipulation and appealing to the need, uh, looking for the naive Christian who doesn't know the Word of God at all. And 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 I would say Kathleen was a searcher, and and uh, naive wasn't very deep in the scripture and that's how she got caught okay so they have targeted a younger market so she made her way down to this church and then she wanted to leave or she chose to leave how did she she left and then somehow she had she made her way back in there so fill in the blanks for the rest of us uh, yeah, from what I understand, there was, uh, she, she met someone or she started Skyping them, uh, and, and, uh, through the internet and things, and, and one thing led to another, and she bought their rhetoric. A lot of them, from families I'm talking to and people, are, are not stupid. They're intelligent people. They're highly educated right. people. They're in their yes. 20s. Yeah. And, and they, so, so they're not street people they've been going after, but they're people that are searchers and seekers and a bit naive spiritually. And they go there thinking that they're going to have special, special connections with Jesus. They're going to be, oh, they're going to really, really see the power and have a church of acts like in the old days. And they get there and they find out, wait a second, Jesus is standing behind the elders. Salvation is defined as the elders say. 
and I'm not good enough to be saved. So I, so, so then these locked prayer closets and the scripture attacks and, and the controls and you know, redistribute all your money, redistribute the cars and, and everything. And you don't need parents. They're idols. And until you can give up the idols, you're not really a Christian. See, they play this. They, they have the, 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 the cult language and the manipulation down to a science so that it's almost impossible to get them out because they're brainwashed. And I call them, one of my articles, I, I said, you know, I'm hoping that a lot of the members are still patties, as in not totally Patty Hearst, uh, but a lot of them are Patty Hearsts who uh, are, are now after me and calling me every name in the book uh, because I dare to go after the anointed ones. But the anointed ones are nothing but evil little uh, blankety blanks. Well, and you know, I, I, I understand what you're saying because last the last week I talked about following shiny objects, and we've gotten to the place where whoever is the most shiniest, the most prettiest, the most something, people will just go there. And I don't yep. say because they're weak. I'm with you because they're naive. And the other part of Christianity is it's always adding hope doctor so i think that they're selling these all these different aspects to young people that really do want to be present with spirit god whatever you want to call them so then what's happening is that they want they are trying to get her out of there correct so that's where the controversy is right now it it's being she she's not being able to leave Correct, because they the elders are holding her within, or where is that at right now? Um, there's several efforts, and, and my last article was a challenge to them to let her out. I've talked with local pastors. I've talked with her sister many times. I'm talking with her on air again tomorrow. But Amy went in and spent seven hours with her, and she said she was very ill and looked drugged, and her eyes and her face was doing weird things like a stroke victim. She was dragging her legs. She had horrible injuries on her inner thigh, like severe dog bites. Uh, She said she couldn't form. She couldn't initiate conversation. She was very compromised mentally, emotionally, and physically. And so we and the parents and other people are trying to say, and I said in my last article, my challenge article that's just out, it's on my Facebook and on the com. Forget, forget this tit for tat and you hate me and I'm going to burn in hell and it's your power or my power. Crap. Let her out. She's compromised. Did they want blood on their hands? Did they want her to just sit there and die? She needs help. Yeah, see, I know, but here's the problem. Here's, the, here's what's going on in my estimation with this now. We are at what I would call a binary outcome. So those people down there are looking at the people on the outside as assaulting them in this situation. Yes. And a lot of times the when you're in, right, so when you're in a binary situation and if they have that mentality that you're in the club, I'm not in the club, there's always winners and losers. The challenge, and I'm concerned about this, doctor, because what are the expectations of where they're going to go next? They obviously are working from a binary outcome, which means they're going to keep her and the rest of you want her. When you're working with that, 
you're trying to compromise and negotiate a release of one human being, and they're seeing it as a war. Yeah. When you, when you have that challenge, you're talking about a mindset. And the, problem, and the problem I see here is how are you going to get her out of there in a compromising situation when obviously from the things that I've read, doctor, is that they're, they're in a, not in a gray zone. They're in a black and white. Yeah. We're, they're in a battle. Well, they are, and, and you're dealing with, as you just said it so brilliantly, um, it, 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 supreme arrogance. They think they have right. a special line to God, and I am the enemy. I am evil. I am a hypocrite. I'm liberal. They've called me every name. Oh, my pictures on my website is evil. Obviously, you don't support the Bible when we go to your website. There's nothing evil on my website. I've never put a picture on the Internet or in my music career in my life that was trashy. And I'm going, okay, I'm evil. So they're doing everything they can. So you're right. They're black and white. I'm the enemy. The parents that want Catherine out are the enemy. And and I noticed with the Nightline cameras and, and that national crew that was just in there all this last week, they were running away from them, and so they think they're all that bravado and, oh, they're the persecuted ones, and they have something to say. Well, they didn't. Tonight line, they ran. And so my, my feeling is they're not as tough and Terminator-like as they say they are. I think they're scared of the attention. And so my positioning with them is, okay, that's just the beginning of the attention we're going to give you if you don't let Catherine out. I don't think Catherine can get out by herself. I think yeah, that they I need mean, to escort her to a safe place. I agree with you. And the other part that, that I find interesting, and I just admire the heck out of you right now, because you're, you've stepped ahead of the game before this binary decision or outcome is happening. So kudos to you for picking up on this story before we get to this ground that I'm talking about. The part that's good about you is that you're able to match Bible verse with Bible verse because basically they're cherry-picking the, the Bible that, we, that is a sacred, you know, text to suit their needs. And that's right. a lot of people are doing that to, to, bond, to build their case around it. So here's what I say to you. I know that your religious background, we come from the same place, and we express it differently in the world, doctor, but here's the deal. We're past a religious problem now. We are into a people problem. Yeah. And it well, we are, and, 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 and they, they have rewritten the Bible. That it has nothing to do with salvation. They've rewritten salvation to be a thing of terror and something they control as the carrot that you can't quite reach until the sin is out of your life, until enough locked prayer closets are, are the bottom line, until you submit to the elders. It, 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 it's not, they, they told a local pastor that I talked with on the phone for an hour. They told Pastor Goodwin, uh, that they did not believe in John 3, 16, 17, or 18. Uh, salvation is a free gift where Christ died for our sins on the cross and it's taken care of. No, 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 because they have to. people have to be in torment. They have to never be good enough until the elders tell them they're good enough. That makes me so mad. That is why I've grabbed this like a pit bull and written nine articles, and I will not let go until uh, yeah. the truth is out there because 
they they say they're evangelical Christian member church members. They're an evangelical Christian church. Well, I'm the member of an evangelical Christian church, and I'm the daughter, as you said, of a pastor. Don't mess with me. That brings out my black belt and my 9 millimeter and my attitude. Let me tell you something. I'm not going to let go of them. They can call me every name they want, and I say bring it. They're bringing it, and I'm giving it. I'm, but I'm concerned that we're going to get to a stalemate, Dr. Lori. I'm concerned because here's the big thing with those people, and I've studied them too, and they're nothing new. I mean, these groups have been no. down and around since since the beginning of time. I mean, it's, it's not like ego, they're doing... Ego. Yeah, I mean, but the deal of it is that they really have to save face in their community and in the world. That's one of their biggest issues, you know, and so I don't know how they think they're going to get out of this situation now and save face to the rest of us without letting that girl go well it, it, it's building and I just put out my challenge and there's uh, other things going on and and uh, the community is rising up and you know the, the Baptist ministers concerned the Methodist minister, there, there's it's only a community of 800 people but more and more people are contacting me from the community and concerned and wanting to have safe houses, they, they need to understand that uh, they're not building points anywhere, anywhere. <laughs> right. So the reason I had you on today is because I've been talking about spiritual trends. I don't have a challenge with that because some of them are really good and some of them are really making headways towards people getting closer to spirit, God, whatever you want to name it. The question I have for you is, A, how do we support you from the outside? Because I can't do the work you're doing, doctor, but I can certainly be in your corner. What as we, as a spiritual group, you know, you've got the religious people, and now I want the rest of the world, whatever that means in language, how can we support you? And the second part I want to talk about is spiritual and religious discernment. You know, I talk about picking your teachers very carefully, but people don't believe me. You know, it's such a sacred place for you to give over your trust, your competency, your heart to a leader. And I find that it's ironic that people have not taken this to heart. You can't just, you know, there's, there's good leaders and there's not so good leaders. Well, and I couldn't agree more, and I think that we're all sitting ducks if we go in and we, we accept the entertainment value or the bright, shiny thing value of the yep. charismatic leader who's, you know, talking about how good you are and how wonderful and the self-esteem you'll get as you go to God, blah, blah, blah. If you haven't read, in my, from my perspective, the Holy Bible yourself and you don't understand what the, what the message is and what the message of Christ is, then it's easy for that to get distorted. Now salvation is works. Now you're never a good enough person. Now you can't be loved and accepted. Now Jesus didn't pay for it because you have to pay for it. You're ugly. You're bad. Guess what? If you don't know what the real message is and you haven't studied it and protected it and grown in that, you're a sitting duck for something like what's going on in Church of Wells, and that's what's happening to all these nice, wonderful, intelligent people who don't 
know the word right. Now it's manipulated. Now they're a slave. So I, I think. I, I think. I, go ahead. Go, no, I was just. I uh, there was just a delay. Go ahead. Go ahead and make your point. Well, what I was going to say is. I'm going to take that one step further, doctor, and say, okay, even on the spiritual side, which you and I look at different things in a different way, those people that say they're going to release your karma, you have no work to do, that's exactly what I've been saying in the last couple weeks, that there's a lot of, of potential hazards going on out there with all of this when people promise you things Yes, you can listen to the Word of God. Yes, you can believe in the Word of God. But here's the difference. You're doing the work to support the Word of God. And I think people have gotten um, to the place where they believe these leaders and people out there that are telling them it's easy. Hey, yes, it's easy to be a religious person that lives this life, but there also comes responsibility. You bet. 100%. Yeah, yeah. Talk is cheap, and emotions can be manipulated by good speakers or music or whatever, yeah. uh, your hunger yeah. and your need. Uh, yeah. Talk is cheap, and, and, and you know, you've got to walk your talk and decide why you're doing that. If you're doing it to impress your mommy or somebody who just influenced you, wrong reason. <laughs> right. And you know what? You and I both, because we both are minister stars, we grew up in, the, in a church, in a, a modern contemporary church. I never was locked in a closet. I never was controlled by anything. I never heard of, I never heard of that. Have you? No. 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 I had a choice. I could accept Christ or not accept Christ. It was love. It was hope. It was forgiveness and salvation. It was, I, it was never, ever meant to be a weapon. <laughs> you know, yeah, so. and, and it's it's sad to me that people believe in that, and that they relinquish all rationality when they, you know, go through the threshold of a place like church at Wells. Think, people, if it doesn't feel right inside of you, you know, how many victims have you and I talked to? If it doesn't feel right. It's well, not it's like right. what I said. I, you know, they've thrown all this stuff, and I've read their statement of faith and on their website in depth. And, uh, you know, for them to make parents an idol that they have to separate from idol, I'm going, what about the fifth commandment and the ten commandments? Uh, Thou shalt love your parents. I'm going, hmm, your father and mother. I, 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 there's so, uh, you know, in one of my articles I mentioned several scriptures where God wants us to honor our family and, and they distort this one scripture. So I thought, you know what, uh, don't throw that at me. I'll throw it back at you ten, ten ways to Sunday. I mean, they are, taking, they are completely voiding uh, the truth of, of what is and rewriting it. And, and sadly, people get manipulated and they're afraid. See, they don't want to burn in hell. They think they're going to burn in hell if they leave. Can you imagine? You know, I mean, that is just fear-based. And and how do you get up in the morning? I mean, you know, and and from my perspective, the person that I honor the most is Christine because she is the one that has taken upon this burden upon herself, doctor, to, 
to expose this for the rest of us. So for me, when I pray for her, I pray for her and thank her. Because if, if, and the parents and everybody involved in that, because if that young woman wouldn't have done this, it would have continued on and touched thousands of people. So for her, I lift her up. And, you know, a lot of times our work in the religious world is not glamorous. And it's not, it, it's, it's very hard. But it's not hard in a sense that people think about it. It's more about the rewards are tenfold because you know you have to do this. So for me, I honor that young woman and the parents and because it's opened the door to something we all need to look at. Well, yeah, and, and this is not a battle that's over. It's, it's in, right. in the middle of the battle with Church of Wells and, and, and yeah. the families and the victims and myself. And, you know, I don't want a war. I don't have an ego need to be right or wrong. I don't want to have a battle with them. And they're calling me every name in the book because I guess they're threatened. Look, I just want them to be – don't tell people – well, of course, any, you would say this to any cult. Don't, don't tell people you're Christian and then rewrite the whole Bible and then bastardize it and, and use it as weapons against people to create fear and control them, really like human trafficking. That's what's going on. But what a perfect scenario, though. I mean, come on, Doctor. Christianity is the number one religion in America. When you say Christian, people understand it. They like it. They get it. They, the majority of the people here call themselves that. So what, what perfect shield have they chosen to hide behind to do the work that they see is, is right for them and wrong for the rest of us? So for me, it's a perfect word because they get away with what they want. Yeah. Well, like I mean, you said, think it's, about it. it's, 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 a, it's a very well-known shield, and they work it. Yep, yep. Because if they picked another religion, nobody would even go. No. <laughs> that's what I'm. That's what's so crazy about this thing, and the and the big word that keeps coming up to me, doctor, is discernment. If we can take away something that's bigger than this whole scenario, and you're right, it's going to continue and it's going to happen again. What, as Christians and followers of Spirit and God, can we give those people that are out there on Skype that are naive, the word discernment keeps coming to my mind. What do you want to tell them so it doesn't happen again? Well, I agree with you. The word discernment, um, read the Bible and understand what it says, number one. Hold it close to your heart, number two. And understand that when people, no matter how attractive they are, charismatic they are, uh, when they start appealing to your deeper needs, need to be special, need to be above others. See, this is what they do. They appeal to that, oh, the, the, the real sovereign need to, to be, everyone's going to hell except for us. You see, we're powerful. See, that's the thing. We're all going to hell except for them. We're evil, except for them. Well, you have to understand, that is from the pit. That is false. Be discerning and know what the Bible says. That's what I would say. That's great. 
And, you know, we are building a young culture, if I might say, that wants to be famous. I don't do my radio show, and I write my books to be famous. I do it because I have the inner calling, and this is what I am meant to do. Whether uh, 10 people hear it or 2,000 people hear it, there's this strange and odd, peculiar need in the younger people that I work with and, and watch, they want to be famous. And they will be famous any way they do it, they'll get on Skype, they'll do Vine, they'll do Internet, just like they're doing. It's not a matter of the word that they want. They want to be famous. So they pick you, 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 Well, you hit it on the head, and I think that's one of the, the dangerous red flags with this cult and others is, yep. is they pick on that need to be special. In order for them to be really special and them to be famous, everyone else has to be the masses, and we have to be the enemy, including your family, because they are the special ones. Well, that's how Jim Jones got a bunch of people, 900 people, to drink the Kool-Aid. Correct. And I'll tell you the one thing that topped me off on that, Doctor, was when they do that street preaching, Yeah. that's about being famous. Yeah. Because they're picking places that are very strategic in where they want to go. I saw that they went to the Catholic Church. They've been in New York City. They went to that disciples thing that happened okay, down there. Yeah, and they've been going to Christian concerts where youth yes. is, Christian rock concerts, and then they sit there and do street preaching. One of them was arrested for doing that. They, they've had to take them off. So, so they go wherever there's Christians, and prayerfully they're hoping that they can find naive Christians that want to be famous, as you said, or special. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you know what? You can't blame them for that, though, Doctor, because everybody wants to feel special. Yeah, they do. You know, but we've got this megalomaniac ego thing going on that being special with our family, being special with our inner core group, being special in a community is not enough anymore. No. Well, it and, isn't. And and these are an extreme example of people that really want to go to the extreme. Well, they do. And, and I just, we're, we're, you know, I, as far as people supporting, I say pray that the truth okay. comes out and God protects okay. those involved with, with giving the truth, families and myself. Pray that the truth comes out and that God can get the people out that is safely. Uh, it's hard to even know how to ask because there's so many ways they could get out, but we're dealing with evil, we're dealing with ego, we're dealing with power. Uh, Young guys that feel like martyrs, they're preaching martyrdom sermons, I know, they're preaching persecution sermons, they use that as making them more famous and powerful because they're separate, you see, from us, the evil ones that point them out. You know, the threats that come against me are saying that kind of thing. I'm a murderous slanderer is what I'm called. Oh, well, bless your heart. And I mean that literally. (laughs) We're out of time. But I want to thank you so much for coming on air with me. We were supposed to go in a different direction, but during meditation and prayer, I, I saw that this was more important what needed to be spoken. We all are supporting you. Um, from afar 
and keep going. And those of you that are listening, I want you to go to her website. Give us the information real quick, and then we'll end it right there. And bless your heart. Bless you back. Uh, TheRothShow.com tells you all you need to know. All my articles are posted there, and you can listen to all my shows free. TheRothShow.com. Blessings, Jillian. Yeah, thanks. We'll talk okay, later. Okay, bye-bye. Next week, I'm going to have Andrew Harvey on that's going to talk about spiritual trends from the other side of the coin here. And we're going to be able to see what he has to say on this whole subject of what's going on. So until then, remember, change doesn't have to be difficult, but it is necessary to grow. I'll see you same time, same place, Blog Talk Radio, high noon. Thanks for joining Jillian today. Don't miss her famous at-home personal enrichment lessons. You can complete them on your own time to accelerate your personal change. They're simple and nothing like you've experienced before. Just like Jillian, warm and fuzzy with an attitude. So change already.